Greetings Star Wars fans, today we are talking the Battlefront 2 trailer and also the crazy hectic week we had at Star Wars fans um, and Marvel Star Wars comics and it all starts right now. Welcome back to the Buckethead Podcast. That's right, folks. We are back for another round of news and rants. Today is Friday, June 23rd, um, and I'm sorry for recording very late. Uh, I've missed the show, and and still I'm a day late, so um, I do apologize for that. But um, thank you, everyone, for joining me. Really appreciate the uh, support on the last episode. If you are new to the podcast, my name is Mike, and I'm the Buckethead um, also known as all underscore Star Wars on Instagram. In this show, I'll be covering the latest Star Wars news, whether that be movie news, TV show news, video game news, and, uh, you know, comic and novel news for all you guys that, uh, for all you readers out there. And I'll also definitely get into the Star Wars realm of collecting because I'm a collector myself. Um, with this show, I want to keep you guys up to date with the latest Star Wars news. And of course, I want to add my two cents in, uh, you know, because I'm a buck ahead. So this is how the bucket podcast will go down. First, I will address any news that's out there. I'll report on their importance. I'll obviously commentate and throw my opinion out there. You may or may not um, disagree with me. All cool. As long as you, you know, all I care about is your opinion. So if you're uh, watching slash listening on YouTube, leave your comments below. And um, or if you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, Email me your uh, your thoughts and questions because I, I've always um, had the habit, not habit, but I've always liked reading um, listeners and followers feedback. So please do so. So um, I'll go through the, you know, the hectic week that we just had um, with all this crazy stuff. Um, I do want to address um, right here up front that um, I'm not talking about the Carrie Fisher um um, her why the you know what was found um, in her I think it's I just think it's disrespectful um, to the family and to her to her uh, so I'm not going to get into that so um, if you want to hear my thoughts about that um, check out my Instagram post that I posted and um, fans have been rallying um, for Carrie and I'm with that so um, please have some and show some respect um, to the family and um you know, she's passed. There's nothing that's that can be done. So please, um, keep um, continue to have her family in your thoughts and prayers. Anywho, um, let's go to the uh, the most recent news, and that's on Tuesday, June twentieth. Lucasfilm announced on StarWars.com that directors Phil Lord and Chris Miller would no longer be helming the Han Solo spinoff. In a statement, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy said, "Phil Lord and Chris Duffer Miller." Are talented filmmakers who have assembled an incredible cast and crew, but it's become clear that we have had different creative visions on this film and we decided to part ways. A new director will be announced soon, said Kathleen Kennedy, president of Lucasfilm. Later film Chris later 
um, released a statement, and the statement reads, Unfortunately, our vision and process weren't aligned with our partners on this project. We normally aren't fans of the phrase creative differences, but for once, the, this cliche is true. We are really proud of the amazing and world-class work of our cast and crew, stated Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. The article states that the film is slated for a uh, May 28, May 20, May 2018 release date. Um, okay, so let's let's get into it. Let's dive in right away, because it's this is really really upsetting. It came at a very big surprise um, this past week, and oh, man, I'm like. I was going to record my podcast um, a little bit earlier than that, but I'm like, I'm going to wait a couple days after because there's there's always details that um, entail after that. So um, now it's feature. It wasn't going to be featured on this episode, but now it is. So um, yeah, first let's talk about this. Okay, so I'm gonna go into rant mode here as I always do it ever uh, whenever I finish my um, my uh, news announcements. This is just insane, outrageous. Um, how can you guys not have your crap together? Seriously, and I mean that. I I mean that very seriously. I'm not trying to be funny. This is serious. This is they've almost been in production, like filming, for six months. Filming out in locations. We've seen uh, TMZ leak le- or set leaks by TMZ. Um, you know, we've seen the cast and crew, Han wearing stuff, and, um, speed racers, what looks like, um, speeders that are racers, but it's just like, how can you not have this mapped out? If you guys haven't, you know, agreed since the beginning, why even start this project and this spinoff? And it's like, it's outrageous. And I got really upset because I'm like... You guys need to have your crap planned out since the beginning. If you guys don't see eye to eye, eye, to eye get someone else. And soon after, of course, um, you know, various uh, well, various sites were reporting that they weren't, you know, they didn't just leave the part; they were fired. Um, so that that's according to a Variety source and the Hollywood Reporter source, and they ninety nine percent of the time their sources are correct so this is actually <laughs> troubling um apparently there was like um they were um they got in an argument with carrie um uh, i'm sorry kathleen kennedy Luke, uh phone president and so she fired him that's what the story is so far um i don't i mean maybe she could have snapped i have no idea but i don't think it it could have been just one argument for them to, oh, okay, you know what, you're done. You know, it, it had to be multiple um, instances and and such. And I don't think it's just one argument that led them to be um, fired. And this is oh, for heaven's sake, this is these two directors right here because they're they're a duo. They've have you guys seen Twenty One Jump Street? Pretty gar- darn good movie. And then they did the Lego movie, which everyone was scared of. And it, it's beloved by many, and it's a great uh, film. So, wow, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I, I was speechless um, when this came out 
I was very speechless because I'm just worried now. Um, I'm worried. People. Some people are saying they aren't worried. I mean, I do trust in the process, but obviously that's not the case because um, look what <laughs> look at what's happened. They, you know, six months later they decided, oh, um, yeah, this is not working now, and this film <laughs> is slated um, for this coming May, less than a year away. So. It's just going to be all on them. And they've got a... Well, apparently they're going to pick up um, where they left off. But that doesn't make any sense at all um, for them to do so. But we'll get that... Um, we'll get into that with our next news story. But um, there was about three weeks left of shooting. And now they decide to... Oh, uh, we're... Because the story, when I read it, if it sounded fishy, I'm like, how could you not have your crap planned and settled if you guys had differences in the beginning is when you settle them not you know six months into production um it, it, that's that just doesn't happen so i it was fishy and then when i said that when i saw that um variety and the hollywood reporter um were reporting that um they were actually fired now that's believable um i don't you know people were hating um on um kathleen kennedy calling her uh, names on my instagram friend and followers and it's just like uh, it's not just Kathleen Kennedy though everyone was hating on her and um and you know it's it's funny what they forget that what Kathleen Kennedy has done for the franchise so far look at look at the Force Awakens um i mean again are they is Force Awakens hated as much as the prequels are no but um, many fans, uh, there was a backlash on The Force Awakens. Not when, you know, The Force Awakens came out. It was, it was till months after that where people started reala realizing, hey, that's the same movie as A New Hope. And it wasn't until then where people started, you know, um, doing their little bickering and rants and stuff. Uh, but, um, and Rogue One. Look at how Rogue One turned out. Amazing film. Um, one of my favorite Star Wars movies, for sure. Um, Rogue One. Uh, so, she's really organized the the Star Wars without Kathleen Kennedy. I don't think we would have uh, weren't we would be in the direction we are um, now with spinoff films and such. So, um, you know, it, it's it's just really really funny how people forgot all that what she's done with this one little thing. You know how kids with are with their parents. You know, um, parents do everything. Um, well, good parents do everything for the kid as much as possible, and then the kid. You know, the parents do one wrong thing, and I'm guilty of this. They do one wrong thing, and then um, the, they forget everything what their they their parents have done for them. So, um, anywho, I thought everyone hating on Kathleen Kennedy, calling her Hitler, was just obnoxious and childish, to be honest um, with you. And I'm not, you know, I'm I do not blame Kathleen Kennedy. There obviously wasn't a reason, and if they didn't see eye to eye, why? Why do this? So, um, and apparently they wanted to make it into a um, Han Solo comedy film. That's what reports are saying now. Um, I read a, an article on the comic comicbookresources.com, and there was um, there was a report that apparently um, you know the directors uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller wanted this to be a Han Solo like comedy type film, um, but. We were told by Kathleen Kennedy this would be like a Western movie, a Western feel to it. So, like, Rogue One was a heist movie. This was more of a Western feel. So, 
Um, what I like about these spinoffs is that they do different genres. Well, that's what um, they're aiming for, right? And this one, they said it was going to be like a Western-type um, feel to it. And then we're hearing now that they wanted to make it a comedy film. Um, I mean, the comedy worked perfectly in 21 Jump Street, but um, for a Han Solo movie, especially when you have Lawrence Kasdan and his son, Lawrence Kasdan has... No one knows Han Solo better than Lawrence Kasdan. He, he's um, one of the writers for The Empire Strikes Back, and that's his character. Um, he wrote Han Solo um, in The Empire Strikes Back and, of course, uh, multiple characters. But look at how perfect he got Han Solo nailed down in The Empire Strikes Back So, and even in The Force Awakens. So um, getting Lawrence Kasdan to write this movie, I was really excited. I'm like, okay, Lawrence Kasdan is on board. Um, I'm on board because if it wasn't for Lawrence Kasdan being on board um, when, it was a, when, when it was announced that he was writing the film with his son, I, I would have been worried, but I'm like, Lawrence Kasdan is writing Han Solo. This is cool. And then there are reports that lo- even Lawrence Kasdan got in, like, little pickles with the directors. Um, so, I mean, yeah. No one knows Han Solo better than Lawrence Kasdan, in my opinion. So, I don't get why these directors are, um, you know, I guess he, he didn't see eye to eye with them making it a... Han Solo comedy film uh, because he had pickles with them according to the reports. So um, I I assure you guys we're gonna get more details in the near future about this uh, movie. But let's get into our next um, topic here, and this is relating to the Han Solo movie, of course. After losing the directors for the Han Solo film on Thursday, June twenty second, Lucasfilm took its took it to their Star Wars social media accounts and announced that Ron Howard would be taking over the Han Solo film. Production is set to resume on July 10th. Um, this was a big, because um, actually, I don't know if you guys um, were reading, but he was rumored that he was going to be directing uh, the Han Solo film, that it was going to go over to him. Uh, but after he was, um, a little while after he was announced, as the new director, he said, "I am." He took to Twitter to say, "I'm beyond grateful to add my voice to the Star Wars universe after being a fan since uh, May th- uh, 25th, uh, 77. I hope to honor the great work already done and help deliver on the promise of a Han Solo film." Um, so you know, Howard has directed films like, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, The Grinch. Um, how the Grinch Stole Christmas, or I'm sorry, it's not coming at the Grinch movie. Okay, um, he's also directed uh, Apollo 13, um, Willow, or something. I don't know. But anyways, I'm not I'm not too familiar, honestly, with um, Howard. But um, he actually worked with George back in um, American Graffiti, and he was one of the actors there. So that's a cool that's a cool tie in. Um, you know, I think that's that's actually really cool. So I mean, doesn't really add much, but um, what's interesting was the fact that you know he um, has worked with George Lucas before, but obviously George Lucas has nothing to do with the Han Solo movie. Um, but I'm honestly glad that that I don't know. It, it to me, I'm not like no one ever asked for a Han Solo movie. No one. And I bet you, even before they even made that decision, if you ask Star Wars fans, um, 
lined them up, and I think I used this analogy before, all of room full of Star Wars fans and say, alright, would anyone like a young Han Solo movie? Without a pitch or anything. I bet you, no one in the room would raise their hands up. Because if it's not Harrison Ford, you know, it's 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 going to become a joke. So, I've never been on board with this project um, since the beginning. Just the fact that Lawrence Kasdan was writing the, um, um, was writing the young Han Solo. I was, you know, I was pretty down, but I wasn't excited for the movie. I, 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 excuse me, I don't mean to stutter, but I would be one of the first people in line to see the movie, of course, but was I, no one was excited, no one. Um, I, I mean, come on, I'm exaggerating a little, some people were, but me, not whatsoever, especially that it's not Harrison Ford. Now, let me pitch you guys a better Han Solo, um, spinoff, and it's not necessarily young Han Solo, old Han Solo, do a movie that takes place before, um, The Force Awakens, like, a couple years, and have Harrison Ford return by, I know, he didn't want to play, um, Han Solo anymore, but, um, you know, money speaks. So I think it would have been cool if if they were doing a Han Solo film and the circumstances were different that Harrison Ford play Han Solo again. But um, you know, go into the relationship with his son, um, with uh, uh, with Leia. You know what's happened with him and Luke. I think that would be so cool. But um, yeah, kind of sad. But um, I mean, I don't really know much more to discuss uh, with Ron Howard because I don't. I really don't know his movies, but um, I'm glad. I'm hope. I just I, I feel bad for the dude that he has to come in, clean this mess, or um, go with what they already have. And I feel so sorry for the actors. They're probably just sitting down, um, you know, what the heck? And they're tra- waiting in their trailers. What the heck is going on? So I feel. I do feel um, sorry for the actors. Um, because if anything, I think they're the ones that are struggling with most, like, you know, um, getting used to uh, the directing style of um, the previous directors and now being, okay, here's your new guy, you know. So this sucks, um, and there's no way uh, any, there's no way to get around that. That it sucks. So hopefully um, Ron Howard delivers the best movie he can uh, because right now <laughs> this just adds more, um, fuel more coal to the fire, more fuel to the fire, because no one was uh, um, on board with the Han Solo movie, and especially now that there are troubles behind the scenes, major troubles, now gives people more in another reason to hate on it, so um, this should be fun, <laughs> these next couple months should be fun, um, hearing details and stuff, and um, this is, I think this is like our second major um, incident, um, with directors beside, well, then again, we have the Michael Arndt thing and with The Force Awakens um, that he dropped out and then J.J. Abrams had came in, uh, but um, it's just, it, it's a mess. So I, th- I would really say third because with the John Strank and we're supposed to get Boba Fett film, but whatever. So let's jump in now to a little bit less dramatic stuff because I've been ranting about that for a while. Um, on June 10th, we uh, we got an amazing trailer for Star Wars Battlefront 2 at E3. We saw great footage from the prequel era, which is always a plus, and the trailer turned out to be a huge hit with the fans and the public. And it's the most viewed trailer out of E3 with 8.7 million views. 
you will be able to play as the Galactic Republic, the Confederacy of Independent Systems, the Galactic Empire, the Rebel Alliance slash New Republic, the First Order, and the Resistance. So far, the playable heroes announced are Yoda, Darth Maul, Darth Vader, Boba Fett, Aiden Versio, Gideon Hask, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Kylo Ren, Captain Phasma, and Finn. You also get to play on these fronts, uh, planetary or space, and or space. Naboo, Kamino, Kashyyyk, Tatooine, Yavin 4, Hoth, Endor, Vardos, Jakku, Takodana, Starkiller Base, Dakar, Crate, and uh, which, you know, some of them will include spaceship interiors, which is always a plus, and a variety of space battles. Um, and that's a quick thank you to Star Wars News dot com for providing all this precious info I, I love their site but um i really like what i saw of the second uh, battlefront installment the first one i really liked uh but it was just all like um you know in-game um footage and it wasn't like what we would see on our screens playing um i mean we'll get those cutscenes, but it wasn't anything what the game would be like as in terms of playing multiplayer um gameplay so we got that so that was really cool but the the um the whole uh we got gameplay footage and we also got you know that whole trailer of gameplay multiplayer um fiasco so that was really cool to look at um super excited about it and it definitely looks like an upgrade from the last star wars battlefront because let me tell you this if you had not played the star wars uh dlcs or don't have the season pass i can feel your frustration with um you having to pay you know because uh, how much did i pay i paid like 60 bucks for the game like 65 somewhere around there well i mean because i had to buy the playstation plus that then so that was like a 400 300 spending for that thing and then i had to buy the season pass which was 50 so that was a lot of money um towards my uh, stash of cash but um now they're doing um free dlc so that that's actually um really cool so every um, and I really like that EA listened to the fans and this game is basically like fan service and um, they said every DLC will be free and there will be lots of prequel content and now there's a campaign so that's really cool and uh, again let me go into Battlefront because the main game sucks for Battlefront I really only like Walker Assault and other than that it was like complete trash it was uh, seriously um, but then playing the DLCs um, there's like a trial weekend so I played um, the outer rim one and that was actually really cool so then i ended up um just buying the whole complete season pass and then um after what was the cloud city that was cool really like cloud city and then it was um uh, what was the third one the death star and then the fourth one was rogue one death star and rogue one i really don't play but um or cloud city either anymore i really play only um but the uh the outer rim but you have to try out the dlcs because the main game is really the bones and the dlcs is the meat are the meat so um check those out if you have a chance i know they're re significantly reduced from 50 dollars now so i think you can buy the entire game with season pass included for 30 bucks now so um check it out um i don't know amazon if they have them or such but uh before you play battlefront 2s i strongly suggest checking out those dlcs because they're pretty cool but they might repeat like some of the maps and stuff in Battlefront 2, but who knows? Um, however, I do find it a little bit wit a little bit weird that they they took some of um, fans' uh, comments and suggestions and also rages a, a little bit 
um, to to heart. Um, you know, they now you can you know play as Ray alongside clone troopers. I find that a little bit weird. Uh, but and you know you could fight Maul's Ray. I find that a little bit weird, and some there's some backlash towards that. But um, uh, I think that's my really on, only complaint. Um, I mean, P- <sighs> some fans are really really salty and really um they get butt hurt easily. If there was gonna be a season pass, I'm definitely not buying the game. So it's just like I mean, those are available choices. I know EA in their past record has not been like so uh you know so liked and whatever but it is what it is and i didn't i don't complain about the dlc last time the season passed but um now they're providing free ones so that should be fun but i think that's just extended gameplay if you want to play more but um i'm glad they listen to the fans because that's the most important thing some companies don't listen to their fans at all um so i'm glad they did but let's get um into our next topic and today actually oh actually i do want to get into um your comments um and questions that i received over instagram the past couple days um before no oh yeah okay so we're gonna talk um star wars comics and recently i've got um it's very tough at my comic book store um darth vader what is it the um actually flipping the pages now it's called it's just called star wars darth vader and i guess or the chosen one um it's called it's a really confusing title because now when people ask me which star wars comic should i read it's like um because there's a 25 issue um series run for the uh darth vader that came out um what um february 2015 so really confusing now like oh which darth vader so that's gonna be really confusing but um first issue um you know, there was some comments about, um, controversial comments about this one. Uh, didn't really like the first issue, really didn't uh, track me. There wasn't, so basically, this is a non-spoiler review, by the way, so don't turn get turned off. Um, <laughs> I will be going, doing spoiler reviews on the YouTube channel, so you guys can check those out. Um, those should be fun, but um, I'm, I'm going to do, do that with the Darth Vader series and uh, maybe the Darth Maul like series as a whole because it's gonna wrap up uh, next month. Um, but with issue one, it takes place right after. Um, I don't. I don't want to say Revenge of the Sith, but um, right after the medical base scene, um, and after Vader screams no, but it kind of goes a little before that, and that's uh, when Vader's throwing a fit, um, throwing a rage in the medical bay. And what's cool is that um, this takes place right after Palpatine's all like, it seems in your anger you killed her. And then Vader goes, I couldn't have. She was alive. I felt it. And then um, he starts throwing things around. Um, but it's pretty cool because he actually, in his head, canon-wise, um, he sees an image of Padme of him strangling her. So... And his head, he's like, no, no, no. Until he actually comes down and says, no. But in here, uh, he doesn't say no. So he just says, no. Um, not really much of a change, really, because it's just an iteration of what happened. Um, it's just a point of view, really. That's what these comics are. Um, it, the story happened. Because this is what canon is. The story happened, and even the novelizations it's the same story as Rogue One, but they add things in that weren't seen on film 
or they might you know take away something but the film is there to um, the film is final but we don't have that kind of G level canon how we used to it's one complete thing so this is just kind of like a point of view an iteration um, and another um, insight to it so um, some people took it to heart that they removed no obviously he has he says no the infamous yell but here he just says no same message same message he's pissed and actually um, this was released in the preview of the comic so it's not much of a spoiler he throw he actually throws Emperor Palpatine across the room and um, he actually hits um, against a wall so I thought that was actually pretty cool um, they didn't really mind care some people really got butt hurt and stuff but um I'm looking at you, Edgar. No, Edgar. Edgar, um, he did a rant about this um, comic um, in his podcast, and um, he cleared up confusion for a lot of people, as I hope I'm doing uh, right now. But with this comic, um, Palpatine basically gives Vader the uh, rundown, because Vader lost his saber to Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan gives it to Luke. So we think that, um, you know, Vader got his saber right away. No, Palpatine says... You must take it away from a because here's their teaching. This is now again. This is not a spoiler because um, it goes into much more than that um, in the comic. But um, with the Jedi, um, you know, their Order sixty six just happened. But with the Sith, what their task is to do is not build their own lightsabers, but according to Palpatine, but to take it away from a Jedi and corrupt. The kyber crystal. So I think that's really cool. I'll uh, make it bleed. So I think that's uh, really cool. So um, that is basically it. That that's Vader's test. And there, of course, if you guys are prequel fans, I suggest picking up this comic. I seriously do because it gets into like um, um, something about Yoda in the comic, which I don't want to spoil. So read the comic, and you get much more of a um, insight into uh, Vader and Palpatine's uh, relationship. And I get. It's actually pretty cool. Um, so, I give this uh, comic, and this is just an overview. Um, I do actually do go into depth with it um, on my uh, series. And excuse me, flipping pages here. But um, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Really didn't like the art. The art looked crappish, especially compared to the previous Vader series, because the other series' art was really. Um, well done. Uh, I'm sorry to crap on you, whoever the artist is, but certain the I think there's like an illustrationist and an artist like that actually draws the stuff. But Vader's helmet looks smushed against him. It looks like Princess Leia's head uh, with the buns. That's what <laughs> seriously it looks like. Um, and some of this art is just it looks obnoxious. And Palpatine looks like a little like doll with I don't know. It's just I really like the other Vader series art, and this one he just looks like. Doesn't even look like Palpatine some images. So, uh, I actually give this a 6 out of 10. Didn't really captivate my interest. Was looking forward to more stuff in here. And I know Edgar was disappointed by it too. But, um, and honestly not worth how much was it? 5 bucks that I pay? Because um, here's, here's the thing. I got a variant. Um, but, so, I, what, it was 15 But I'm like, do you, do you guys have any non-variants? And the guy told me no. But um, he sold that one to me for 7 so I bought for seven, but then I went back to the comic book store the other day, and um, I saw the original cover, and I'm like, I'm a Star Wars collector, so I gotta get that. So I ended up getting the um, the original uh, cover, and then at the end, 
just adding it's a waste of paper to be honest folks they add like a little mini series at the back with a draw like a mouse droid like some people like reading that i know most people don't because they could honestly save you that dollar and not put that out there so oh my gosh it was it's a waste of paper i was just reading and i was like it was just um windows of swoosh whoosh and it was just it was whatever so um yeah the story in the back was just nonsense um and is it canon is it not canon this is why they need to avoid that crap um but yeah vader it didn't like some of the lines in here it didn't even sound like vader was saying them like i know that and there's so much if you are a vader fan and i know i'm kind of stumbling here read this comic or prequel fan um takes place um during or at the end of revenge of the sith and continues onward and a lot of changes and additions to canon so i suggest reading that it gives you um you know people always wonder what's inside each um belt or pocket of the bat um his bat belt and even vader suit what does this button do what does this button do it kind of this comic actually goes into um one of what one of the buttons does on his utility belt so read the comic and the first one was not a hit for me um it was an all right read i actually read it and i was tremendously uh disappointed so um especially that i went all the way to chicago downtown to get the comic so it was it was eh, and the art was especially the art was mediocre so there was some panels where i was like okay cool cool that's actually pretty cool but then there's some where vader looked like um his helmet all smushed together and palpatine looked like a like the the evil witch from uh um snow white so yeah um on to issue two though issue two was such a major improvement from the uh first one and actually has a really cool cover um but uh this one actually continues obviously with the last one um left off with um vader on the hunt uh for his own saber what i thought was going to happen was um the introduction of the inquisitors but we don't know if that's yet to happen but um second one especially i love it whenever clones are present uh because i'm a big clone wars fan and i love that their new look onto canon is with d bradley baker's clones with um you know the chip in their head and everything and stuff um and even in battlefront 2 i forgot to mention that um d bradley uh baker will be voicing or is voicing the clone so i think that's tremendous uh that's that's huge so um i there's another um addition there um some something that i really liked in there oh well i'll probably remember when i'm i continue talking but um this one was a clone trooper story sort of slash vaders and um there's actually really cool um revelations in here too so that um do with canon like the camino or what happened to the clones um when the camino stopped cloning um stop their cloning facilities so i suggest you read this one um obviously pick up the first issue but also read the second one because the second one is like a, uh, a big uh, upgrade from the first and the art actually improves a little bit um not so much clone trooper helmets look a little disfigured and a little bit um funky um vader we get more of pictures of vader's helmet looking all clunky and such but uh, actually i think this is a much better uh, storyline than the first issue and i liked it way better and um oh actually we get we actually get a new 
kind of because we know that the gray jedi um aren't canon or the term isn't canon but there's something in here that suggests something along the lines of that so i suggest reading uh the comic um i'll be doing uh posting star wars facts about it um on my uh instagram page uh and also be doing a spoilers review on my um youtube channel at uh all star wars network and that's where you guys can uh hear this show a one week later than the than its original release anywho i do want to start wrapping up the show but i'm going to read your guys's uh questions that you guys um have been sending to me please if you want a question read on the show if you want if you have questions or if you just you know you want to um send comments or whatever send them in uh you guys can send them in through to my gmail i actually uh look at them a little bit quicker than that because uh, instagram is always crazy send them in all star wars network at gmail.com again that's all star wars network at gmail.com and now let's get because they're a little bit scattered here so give me a second uh i have to scroll all the way down here okay so first one oh and this this is very relevant so Starfigs, also known as greg he'll be one of the panelists on our round tables great guy really um really excited to have him on our team but um we're actually doing a star wars uh all star wars round tables and that's where it's not really a structured podcast we're gonna be doing what we're doing here what i'm doing here but it's gonna be a combination of a lot of people um and it's gonna be fun so i'm excited for that it's gonna be a little bit different than shows i've done so i'm excited for that and that's happening all next week all right Greg says, um, "What are your thoughts on the new Darth Vader comic, and is it worth the money? Is it worth the money, and does it tell a backstory of a better backstory of Vader?" So, is the first issue worth the money? No, but if you can, uh, if you can, you know, not buy um, a meal from McDonald's. Um, I do suggest picking up the first uh, issue, first and second issue. So that's nine dollars right there. I know, but, um, I know, because it's funny, because I really never took in consideration, you know, money, like, or ha- how fast a $100 bill goes, but 100 doesn't do anything nowadays, so, um, oh, God, I spent so many, so much money on comics, it's not even funny, anywho, buy, I suggest, or if you can, you know, ask a buddy to lend, or some person on the website to lend, um, I suggest reading the first two issues of the Vader series is the first one worth it no but I think as a Star Wars fan and if you you know I think you should still get it get it but the second one is definitely worth it so um pick up the first two issues and as um a very great backstory to Vader and actually a you know about the Sith ways so check that out all right next on to the next question um Declan says do you think we'll get any Clone Wars era spinoff movies? Um, I think down the line we shall, um, which I, I really hope for. You know, I've talked about um, I've talked about movies like having a Jedi task force and that they have to go on a mission. Jedi we've never seen before and they have to go on some mission. Um, th- th- actually, I've said that before. Even Rogue One came out now. I could see the backlash of that, but... Or have um, you know clone troop or you know commander uh, co- clone commandos or 
ARC Troopers, whatever the heck. Just give us a Clone Wars era spinoff movie. I think that would be really cool. Some people were saying, oh, we should get a spinoff movie of the Battle of uh, Mandalore or the Siege of Mandalore. And I don't think that should be a movie. I think that should be like a comic or it should have been an episode of Clone Wars, of course. But um, now I, I don't think it should be a uh, spinoff movie. It definitely should be a um, a comic though. If they if they if they're not gonna release it um, via us Clone Wars show because uh, they're not doing any more of those um, that show. So that that's what sucks. But please look at this film. Give it to us in a comic. And then uh, Metal Fanatic Twenty One says thoughts about the hate the prequels get. Um. So I really think some of the the hate that the prequels get it's it's kind of unjustified. Some of it, some of it, I'm like, okay, I totally see where people are coming from. But some of it, it's just like, it's just the writing, seriously, um, and the execution. Because let me tell you, great ideas and what the prequels brought to the table with Clone Wars. I always say this all the time, and I'm getting annoyed by it. But what it brought the Clone Wars, um, the cloning facilities, the all this new Sith, how the, the rule of two, all this lore and mythology, it added to the Star Wars universe. It added, it, it expanded the universe by like 90 times. So, um, I actually don't like, love the prequels. I like the prequels for what they are, like what they brought to the table, but as movies, they're pretty terrible. Um, the only one I actually give, um, you know, because Revenge of the Sith, it's just like all um, falling action. It just really, it's not, there's no, doesn't even feel like a, a beginning, middle, and end. It's just like all, it just feels all at the end. So, um, Attack of the Clones, I remember watching Watch Mojo. And it's my least favorite Star Wars movie. They said it was um, regarded as the best Star Wars prequel. I just laughed. Um, like, no, I don't think so. But, um,. Here, that, there are more questions, um, and it's just, I've been getting a lot of questions, so, um, and now with the Han Solo movies, so, I'm trying to find here, but, oh, here's a good one, um, Faza Ferdas, and I'm sorry for, um, butchering your name, but he says, what happened to Admiral Radis and his ship, the F- Profundity, um, okay, so, <laughs> I feel so bad for um, Admiral Raddus because I love Admiral Raddus. Um, I didn't expect to get much from him. Um, you know, I seen him in you know clips and things and stills and whatnot, but I didn't expect to get much from him. But love him, and this is blasphemy, I know, but I love him more than Admiral Akbar. Um, his voice by Stephen Stanton is just stellar. And when he's, you know, he's coming out of hyperspace, this is Admiral Raddus of the Rebel Alliance. I just freaking love Admiral Raddus and um, just everything about him. And it was actually pretty sad when he watched the Rogue One group die. He was just like clenching over his chair and he's just like, Rogue One, may the force be with you. And then his ship was disabled and then boarded. Obviously, Vader and his men uh, made their way to the bridge, to the command bridge where he was. Because we all know every captain, admiral, does not go uh, or goes down with their ship. So, and he looks like one of those people that um, stick by to that rule. So, pretty sad. Um, but I think, in my terms, uh, in my opinion, in my 
thoughts and my predictions. I think he was slaughtered by Vader. And actually, on Twitter, someone tweeted uh, Pablo Hidalgo. What happened to um, what happened to uh, to Admiral Radis and <laughs> Pablo Hidalgo? Um, <laughs> he tweeted back a picture of a, of of, of uh, fried fish on a plate. So I thought that was really funny. Um, yeah. So. I think that's about it, um, about, um, these questions. There are a couple more. Let me see if I could get through this one. Do you think Star Wars Battlefront 2 should have another campaign post-launch that focuses on the unfinished stories from the canceled TV show Star Wars The Clone Oh, this is actually very good, Star Wars The Clone Wars. I do not, um, because for this, um, they're solely gonna work on their campaign that they're doing with, um, the, with excuse me, with Iden Versio, but actually that's a really neat idea, I don't, again, like, I think this is what I love about the comics, is that you can do stuff like this, unfinished things, because we were supposed to get a big mall story in the Clone Wars, but then they scrapped it or whatever, because it was canceled, but they released a part of it through via comic series, and we all thought Maul was gonna die at the end of the comic series, I'm like, no, I want to see his death unfold on tv because they brought him back why kill him off in a comic but actually saved him in son of dathomir and that's not a spoiler because he's in rebels so um you could do stuff like that i think it would be i don't think a game campaign would be um would do that for because here's the thing not a people not a lot of people have watched clone wars so it's like people would be like so confused okay where am i what is this you know, so I think best what they should do is release it um, via comic book. I think that would be the best. But um, that's actually pretty cool. But if we all watch Clone Wars, um, then that wouldn't be a problem. Um, but, yeah, I'm going through these questions. Um, all right, so this, he says, um, his name is Joseph. And Joseph asks... You checked the Vader Down series from last year? Oh, yeah. So, um, because I, I actually really like these crossovers that Marvel does with, um, with its, with its, with its series. Um, and Vader Down was just freaking amazing. And actually, that, (laughs) um, that was why I'm pretty sure that led to Vader having that scene in, um, Rogue One because so many fans after reading Vader Down, um, what was cool about that series was like um the heroes uh from the star wars main series they meet um vader um firsthand and seeing what he does in a major battle so uh, vader down is really awesome um and it was a five part um like crossover series with star wars and his own series so i thought that was really cool but um he had a big scene where he killed thousands of men or hundreds of men and people were saying, you know what would be so cool if Vader had, like, a scene where he, he kind of did that. So And he actually kind of did that in Rogue One. So um, I like to think of that as the inspiration for um, for that scene. But that about wraps it up for us on this uh, podcast for the Buckethead. Um, please, guys, subscribe if you are on uh, YouTube. And please do so if you're on iTunes and follow me. I think that's what it is on SoundCloud. Um, remember, send. thank you guys who sent in their uh, questions uh, this week. Please, if you want your question answered for next week's episode or not next or ne- next time I record, 
Send them in, allstarwarsnetwork at gmail.com, or you can follow me, all underscore Star Wars, on Instagram and DM me and tell me that it's um, for the podcast. So you guys can do that um, via Instagram and email, or Gmail, I should say. But that wraps it up for us, and hopefully I talk to you guys very soon. Uh, there should be more details about the Han Solo film, and um, actually, I'm actually <laughs> really, I'm really nervous about this. But if you guys will do me a favor please follow me on instagram all underscore star wars i post uh daily news i also um post um star wars facts which is always cool so if you don't read the comics if you want the main juice from them because that's what i read them for the storyline and then the main juice what it adds to canon or what it takes away as from canon as edgar would say with the no but (laughs) um yeah so check me out there also guys Check out the YouTube channel, All Star Wars Network. You guys are going to be seeing hella lot videos from us, um, from the creative team over at All Underscore Star Wars, or I should say at the All Star Wars Network, really. But And I love what Ahsoka is doing with the All Star Wars Network page and what um, our editors are doing and what Edgar's doing with Cantina Thoughts and also what Miguel's doing with Red 5 Live. That is amazing and what he's doing there. And this is like a live stream every week for y'all. So... Um, be sure to check us all out at our mary- various platforms and um, sites. And, you know, may the force be with you guys um, today and always. And see you guys next time. Bye-bye.